To the South Road Boys live and in person. Woo. Hello, Mr. Barnes. G'day, mate. This is good. I oh, like this. It's a it's a late session, um, <laughs> later than what we expected, and on a different day. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. It has thrown my scheduling <laughs> a lot. That, I, I can see you. You are officially about two feet from my face, <laughs> and I'm not pixelated. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, it's um, you're not in your bedroom. No. No, not no, in the study. Not in the study. Or not in, as we call it, any of the studios. Not in no not in Studio 2, Studio yeah, 3, yeah. or Studio Shed. Also, yeah, Studio kicked out of the house. <laughs> um, so, for the roadies, they won't understand why we're finding this quite funny, but um, we normally podcast on a Monday, and today is Thursday. It is. Because I did myself a bit of a mischief during the week. Um, I was in the Shed studio... The shit studio. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. Um, studio S. Nice. That makes it sound good, doesn't it? Stylish. Yeah, Studio yeah. S. So I was in Studio S and doing some um, uh, some woodwork. And unfortunately, I was... Well, not unfortunately. I was working on some red gum sleepers and building a box. And I'd precariously positioned two bits of wood. And it started to go. And instead of doing the smart thing and just letting it fall, I stuck my hand out. Oh, did you do the grab? I did, yeah. and two bits of red gum decided to make a sandwich of my finger, and I made that, ah! and then that was okay, and ran out of the shed, and then I looked- <laughs> I've got this image of you, <laughs> the hands flailing in the air. But that was okay, because I did the, <gasps> and then I looked down, and I saw <laughs> the flesh had pulled away from the finger, Oh. and then I saw the blood, and then I went, ah! Oh, you're not a fan of blood, are I'm you? I'm not. I almost. I'm a fainter. Your um, your your blood is like my syringe. Yeah, probably worse much. actually, because yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to the point of fainting. I would just probably want to hit someone who has it. I don't. I don't faint anymore. Um, I I didn't faint this last episode, so I've, I'm kind of proud of myself. Oh, well done. <laughs> didn't faint, but Amy came running out of the house thinking I'd actually cut a finger off, <laughs> so I might have been slightly loud. Were you using a saw? I suppose you were. You're working with wood. I wasn't at the time, so she hadn't heard the um, And she's done a bit of triaging. <laughs> and I've decided that, I don't know whether you have it in here in Tassie, but in Melbourne they're doing a lot of ads on if you hurt yourself or you, you're not feeling well, don't go to a hospital because there's too much load on the public health system. Yeah. Go to your GP because they can probably do most things. True. So we've bandaged the finger up and I've decided, all right, I'll go down to the GP. And What time was this? Uh, 1.30 in the afternoon. Okay, so I was thinking it was night time for some reason. No. I was thinking of you out there, you know, you've come home from work, you're out in the shed toiling away. On the tools. <laughs> on the tools, yep. <laughs> That's my tradie talk, I'm on the tools. And I decided to go down to the Michael GP. Now, this is not someone I see on the regular. And when I went down there, I showed them my finger yep. and got the reaction that you probably don't want from a doctor, which was... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. She didn't instill me with any confidence no. at all. And she's gone, right, well, that doesn't look good um, and you're going to need to go to hospital. But I'm going to tell you, don't go to the one that's closest to you. Go to Footscray. Now, the reason why she said Footscray was because that's where they've got where she thought plastic surgery. 
So, Rodie's what escalated very quickly. So, I'm going to assume, so in my mind, mm. and I see you're about to show me your photo of this finger. Yes. You, you promised you were going to send me this about three days ago. I did. And but, you didn't. Well, the message failed okay, for yeah, some reason. So, maybe it was waiting for the podcast. Maybe. But I'm imagining it's something like a busted sausage. That's kind of where I'm at. You know what? It's not far. Like when you put the sausage on and you haven't pierced it. Yep. And you get that bit. Yep. Yep. So, what do you think about <laughs> this? Oh, fuck me, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not right now because that would be a little bit inappropriate. Oh, wow. Now, if you think it's Tinder and swipe the next way. Oh, um, I'm just going to close. Oh, once you close <laughs> up. Oh, I still have trouble looking at that knowing that that's my finger. It actually looks like a couple of slugs mating. Yeah, like there's these overlapping I, bits of flesh. Can you just flesh. turn it slightly away from me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, sorry. Oh, there. Oh. Jesus, wow. <laughs> No wonder you got to bandage up like a mummy. So no that, wonder you couldn't actually podcast here at cost you at a hospital. So that's that's that one. Okay. And sorry, I, I called you a pussy now when you weren't <laughs> actually on the phone. Nancy boy. And so I decided to go to Footscray, and when I got to Footscray Hospital, they went show us, and I did, and they went, oh, you should have gone to Sunshine because that's where we've got. Plastics. Is that where you went past? No. Oh, okay. And I went, but I got told to come here because you got plastic. She goes, no, we don't. But we've already admitted you. We can't. You shouldn't. You can't go to Sunshine. And what I should have done, in theory, is gone. No, I'm turning on my heel and I'm leaving because they can't hold you there. But I didn't because I was probably having some mental health issues at the time <laughs> and wasn't wasn't displaying my most strongest resolve. Um, it's and- interesting too because you are one of the most logical, clear thinkers when something's happening that I know. Obviously, unless it's happening to you. Correct, (laughs) yes. If that had been to anyone else, I probably would have been fine and would have made much better life choices. But I was a needy little bitch. (laughs) And so... Was it it ouchy? Like, was there a lot of pain? In the first three minutes, hurt like a mofo. So when you go to hospital, they'll say... Especially considering, like, the end of your finger's virtually taken off. Yeah. So when they ask you your pain in hospital, they go one to ten. One being you're okay... 10, yep. meaning I'm about to die. For the first three minutes, it was probably sitting in the high 7 to 8. By the time I reached my GP, I was at a 3. Okay. And I remained that way until people started fucking with it. Ah, uh, okay. And every time someone wrapped the bandage off and pulled at it and tugged yep. at it and the skin got ripped a little bit more, I'd get Ow. these shooting spasms. But for the most part, yep. I was... And I had no pain medication, no Panadol, nothing. Mm. Can I just say, Rodie's, um, I just had a realisation that uh, you can't see the photo. I don't know whether... We might be able to... Could we put the photo no, on with a warning? Fuck. No. No? Okay, some people get put I up. I tell you what, you know what, <laughs> Rodie's? If if you are of the macabre, if you are that way inclined, hit us up, uh, southroadboys.com or uh, we've got Twitter. Is there, is there a way on Facebook these days you can actually hide an image? So basically you can click on it if you want to see it, knowing it's going to be explicit or a little bit bloody. I think there's something like that you can do now. We'll, we'll try and work out whether yeah. or not we can do that. But at the moment, it, it actually not- looks like a a circumcision gone really wrong. <laughs> and I don't know if you recall of quite a few episodes ago, <laughs> yes. Joe wanted to buy oh, yeah, a home, home circumcision, circumcision kit. kit. <laughs> and I've got a feeling he may have got that. Oh, it's just... And practicing, just mucking about. And the machine thought his finger was his cock. Mm. And it's gone a bit slicey-dicey. No, it's just not good. And... <laughs> Oh, and so the young guy who saw me at Footscray went, 
oh, I'm going to need a consult on this of one of my senior doctors to see whether or not we're going to need to send you to plastic surgery. And, I mean, look at me. There's, uh, there's a lot plastic surgeon can do. <laughs> Doing it on my – I'm never going to get a job as a hair model and, you know, not going to get hand jobs. Or, or <laughs> probably any model, no. really. Like, no. It's not narrowed down to the hand. I'm probably more of the before shot <laughs> in a before and after thing. And the after wouldn't actually be your finger or your hand. No, they'd no. U- they'd use a remodeled version. Yeah, a Hemsworth hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A Hems hand. Hashtag Hemsworth hand. <laughs> and so um, he got this other guy who just had a big case of can't be fucks. And instead of taking a good hard look at it, he's just looked at it from about a metre away, done the, ooh, and gone, no, that's plastics. So he's palmed me off. And they've said, right, you're going to need, he took photos, this first junior guy took photos, sent it to the plastic surgeon at Sunshine Hospital, who went, yeah, he's going to need to come and see us, book him in for tomorrow, which was the Monday at four o'clock. Now, the way the public health system works is with this particular procedure. Well, what most people are going, well, it doesn't work, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, fucking... We're pretty lucky. Oh, we are yeah. absolutely lucky that I got to see some very highly qualified people who didn't get their doctorate off the back of a cornflakes packet <laughs> um, in uh, some A-grade medical institutions. Anyway, so I rocked up at four o'clock the next day. I hadn't eaten since 9.30 in the morning because that's what they said. So they were prepping me that maybe I might have to go under a general anaesthetic. So that's where my mental health was not good because I I don't really want to be knocked out because there is a there's a heightened risk with that sort of procedure. Mm-hmm. I was quite happy to have the needle in the finger. Yep, which would to be make hurty it, anyway. But at least oh, you're aware. that hurts like a son of a gun. Mm. A, that would be like my story I had about the the needle under the arm. Exactly. When I said <laughs> I said fuck to my doctor quite a bit and not with a sexual nature. No, and she mm. lied. Yeah, and she did lie. Bitch. But a good doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I rocked up there and the way it is, is everyone sits in line and they go, right, these are the procedures we're going to be doing between five o'clock in the afternoon up until midnight. Right? This is when the, the night surgeon's on. Yep. And so I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, and it's about seven o'clock, eight o'clock. And all of a sudden I'm hearing these things in the background of, oh, we've got someone coming in from Werribee. We've got a child who needs some plastic surgery or whatever. Now, I Do you know... you think we should take off the arm? <laughs> exactly. Now, I know my pudgy little finger is a very low priority. It's not, by any stretch of the imagination, life critical. But I did mention to them that on Tuesday, I was taking a boat overseas to Tasmania yep. <laughs> um, with my family. And so they said, all right, we won't bump you straight away, but we'll try and get you in. And then one by one, the people who were there with me got taken out and taken to the door on the left. I like it, taken out. Taken out. And when they returned from the left-hand door, they were wearing surgical surgical garb. They were wearing the hat and the the whatever. And here's me, Buggins, in my full shorts and T-shirt, because that's what all I wear. Yep. Finger bandaged. But he came along and he put, you can still see the arrow. So that's that's the arrow pointing to the finger. So they get the hand right. (laughs) Which filled me with a little bit of confidence. And then... How could they get the hand wrong? I mean, you've only got one finger that's bunged up. Are they going to go to a normal finger and do something to that? You never know. <laughs> so, obviously, he wants that to be like that. It's obviously art. <laughs> you know? It's an interpretive so, dance. Yeah, so, we'll fix his normal finger yeah, yes. and we'll make it better. Yes. But yes. 
that that one that looks like some sort of busted sausage. Oh, leave that. Leave that. Yeah, he's known for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's his signature. Yeah. Busted sausage Steve. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like a cold blue steel. <laughs> um, and anyway, so nine o'clock rolls around and the plastic surgeon comes in and calls my name and I'm like, you beauty. I go up to head towards the left hand door. Point out, Radies is something funny. Joe, when he said that, clapped his hands, and I was half expecting him to sign and go, Oh, fuck! No. But he didn't do it. Why no. And well played. I went to go towards the left hand door and got directed to the right hand door. And I looked at my other people who were in the room and I went, Oh, this is not good. It's like the blue pill and the red pill. Exactly right. <laughs> so I got taken to the right hand door. And that's where they broke the news with some sandwiches. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> I could eat now. Yeah, curried egg? There was one curry egg. <laughs> um, and Australian staple. Oh, I love it. And then they said, look, we're not going to be able to operate on you tonight. We've had some emergencies come in. You're number eight on the list. We're only going to get to five plus these emergencies. Did you happen to... So you've left your biggest weapon behind, your biggest card. South Road Boys. You didn't mention your South Road Boys, did you? I, I did, but unfortunately all I could hear was crickets in the background. Yeah, it's obviously... <laughs> because, uh, it's just not our market. Well, as they quite clearly pointed out, I can still podcast without a gammy finger. This is true. Like, I, it's hard to click on the mouse, gammy. but that's it. <laughs> gammy. <laughs> so she said, now the guys before me, one guy got bumped before me and he got taken to the right-hand door and all we could hear is, fucking I've been here for fucking... And he was going off his chops. And he would have got the same explanation as I was, which it was, we've had some emergencies... We just can't fit you in. Really sorry. But once again, you're in the public health system. Like, yep. this is free, and you're going to see a qualified plastic surgeon, not just Daryl who'll have a go. <laughs> <laughs> have a go, Steve. Yeah, yeah, like, you know. Right, yeah, yeah, as of the finger expert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is a whole different... Exactly. He's in a shed in St Albans. Exactly. <laughs> It's called, it's called the Garage of Broken Dreams. <laughs> Does a great job. Um, anyway, so I drives a Toronto. <laughs> drives Toronto. So I went fine. That's what I'm going to do. There's nothing I can do about it. I can't change my situation. So I tucked into my sandwiches and went. Fuck. What am I going to do? Now, for those roadies may or may not know, my mum's a nurse here in Tassie. So I called her and said, if I rock up on the boat on Wednesday morning can I go to the local hospital here and will I be able to get someone to have a look at it? And she's gone, on the northwest coast, we don't do it. You'd need to go to Launceston. And if you rock up to Launceston, there's no guarantee that someone will be able to do it as well. No, that story's not not any happy. No. Then I called my sister, who happens to be an emergency department nurse at the Northern. um, Lots of contacts here, mate. I do. (laughs) It's not often that these come in handy, but this one really did. And my beautiful sister, Stephanie, big props to Steph, said, St. Vincent's in the city operates public and private. If you go into them through the public, you'll get assessed. But because I've got private health insurance, get them to do you as a private patient, which means you'll get a priority and they'll probably be able to do your surgery on the Tuesday morning for you to catch the boat. Tuesday night. Nice. And I went, that's a good little tidbit. <laughs> so I got up at Sparrow's Fart on um, Tuesday morning. Yep. Drove in, parked, got in there. There was one person ahead of me in line. 
she went through the waiting you, area. You, you'd also gone up and knocked her out, dragged her out the back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bludgeoned her to death with her own bloody yeah. arm. Sally? Uh, so, Sally? Sally? Oh, no, no. Sorry, Sally left. Yeah, Sally left. Haven't <laughs> seen Sally. She went out. She goes, She said, screw you guys. I'm going home. I'm in the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they saw me and... um. And they said, look, we'll get the nurse to assess you, and then if we need to take you in as a private patient, we will. Went in there. This nurse was just awesome. She's like, how's it going? I've gone, it's a bit shit. She goes, give us a look. She goes, ooh, that looked like it hurt. (laughs) And I went, oh, yeah. She goes, you know what? I reckon you might be okay. We've got a plastic surgeon here right now. I'm going to take some photos of your finger, not of herself. Um, and I'll send it to the plastic surgeon and see what he reckons. I swear to you, without a shadow of a lie, she made a phone call, sent some photos, and within about less than 10 minutes, I had an Asian Doogie Hauser rock up. An Asian Doogie Hauser. <laughs> he had, if he was 12, he would have been lucky. He probably was in his mid-30s, but he looked 12. If he came out and I said, Legion, <laughs> Derry. Derry. Exactly. <laughs> but... I was expecting to have the shoes with the rollers on them. <laughs> like, okay. you know, he was that. He had a leather backpack on. He had um, his scrubs back the front, so he could just, you know. And he's looked up and he's going, "Can I have a, can I have a look?" I've gone, "Help yourself." And he's going, "You know what?" And he said to the nurse, "You can do that. Just do this, 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 and this. Take an X-ray. He'll be fine." And I'll see him next Thursday. And I've gone, "Oh, you are beautiful." You are a gorgeous man. Can I just point out? Yeah. Just because you use Thursday instead of Tuesday. No. You for the follow-up appointment. Yeah. As in. But essentially, see you next Thursday. See you next Thursday. still the same as <laughs> see you next Tuesday. So, dude, he's not seeing you again. No, he's sent you off because you are a CUNT, see you next team, my friend. Yes. <laughs> Didn't think about that. Thanks. And so my nurse, I think, must have been in training of some description because another guy joined her. Now, I don't know whether or not this guy was a doctor or a senior nurse. Like a sexual work? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, didn't, I don't find nurses that way, probably because I've got too many nurses in the family. I'm not into the no, sexual work. you said, thing. you know, kind of um, someone else joined her. That's no, what I was no, no, no. And so I went. Not entered the room. No, it just came into the room. Well, not her. came into the room. It came into the room. Yeah. Seems dirty than what I meant. <laughs> I tell you what, um, this could become a, my dad wrote a point. And so we're there and he says, we're going to do this, so this and this. And she gave me the three local anesthetics in the finger. By far, that has oh. been the most painful part of this whole process. Because <sighs> I don't think I her skills... <laughs> In giving the local anaesthetic via needle, that's right. I'm I'm being very graphic. Oh, via needle, yeah. you can see the needle hole right there, Troy, right there. That's where one of the needles went in my finger. It hurt like a mother oh, trucker. I've gone all goosebumpy. Son of a biscuit. I always worry when when you're sticking needles in things like fingers and stuff. How do they mm. not hit a bone and everything? Like there's a lot of bone there. Yeah, but they know they're only going a certain depth in. And yeah, but what if they slip? Well, what if they sneeze? You fucked. What, what if what if what if Gary that came in and joined Sally? Yes. Joined her, oh. and he fun out, fun out. goes a little bit deeper. And she oh, goes, "Whoa!" Oh. <laughs> and next thing, the needle goes in, and you go, "Oh!" And then, before you know it, it's just tragedy. I think if he's going deeper, we've got other issues. <laughs> no, no, a bit more. Or less. Yes, might be a good <laughs> yes. Anyway, so um, 
Welcome to and Sexy Time. We call this film uh, Medical Monogamy. Sexy, se- <laughs> sexy Surgeons. Sexy uh, Surgeons? Nice. Oh, I reckon. Sexy Surgeons. Sexy Surgeons <laughs> 7. And 6 as well. I'll tell you what, their sequel, so it'd be better. 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 wouldn't be much, but 6 and 7. That's where they really the came into true s- art. Yeah. And anyway, so he was giving her tips and tricks. If you do this and you do that, and you do this kind of knot and you do that kind of knot. But the thing is, she said to me, oh, can you feel your finger? And I, as I look to my right, I see her with a needle just stabbing at my <laughs> finger. <laughs> going, no, I can't feel that. She goes, oh, good. Wow. And she stitched it up. And, For some um, reason I imagine her smiling while she's doing it. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, she said to me throughout the whole process, do you want to look? Do you want to look? And I'm going, no, I'm fine. Anyway, so she's um, she stitched it up and Rhodey's Troy's about to see what it now looks oh. like. Oh, that's not bad. It looks like Frankenfinger. It does, but I'll tell you what, compared to what it was before, um, you've grabbed that slice of ham and you've folded it back over the front. Yep. And um, and now it looks like uh, someone's done the faulty circumcision. Yes. But it's sort oh, <laughs> then again, it could probably hang and stay there. And it's just saying it's straight back on. There you go. And that's where yeah. it's at. And so Bit of a cover-up. <laughs> bit of a cover-up, exactly. And I was done by about 10.30 in the morning. It does look like you've got a tooth on the side of your finger. That's really it bizarre. Does. I don't That's really know what that is. It's obviously oh. a bit of dead flesh, maybe. Oh, I don't know. It probably is. Um, they said my days of being a hand model have probably passed. Um, probably your days of being a handyman as well. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but um, that's that. Job done. And they said, oh, just as a precaution, we'll drill a little hole in your nail. Um, oh, with, let pressure out of with the needle or something. Just, we'll just poke a needle all the way through your nail. So if there is any blood coming through, then that'll just ooze out naturally. Nice. See, that's and, cool. Oh, yeah. no, but you're not for you, though, because you don't like the blood. It wasn't good for me because yeah. I was all a little bit, oh. And throughout the whole process, even now, I struggle to have a look at that that yeah. burst sausage oh, you're photo. You're so brave. You've done very well. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Joe. Oh, thanks very much, yeah, mate. I really appreciate that. So that's, that's been my story. Um, and now I'm walking around and I've got the mummy finger, um, trying not to bang it on things. Um Oh, but on the boat, here's the good thing. On the boat, I'd had no pain medication, no Panadol, nothing. Mm-hmm. At about midnight, the our local anaesthetic wore off. Oh. And three places where she'd stuck the local anaesthetic. It hurt Fuck. <laughs> hurt like a mother trucker. And believe it or not, there's not many people up and about at half 12, quarter to one. Probably not. On the boat during winter. Thankfully, Strange, I found a security though. guard, and the security guard went, I can give you two Panadol. And I've gone, I love you. So, yeah, yeah, it's all right, dude. I've got a bit of coke out the back of you. <laughs> exactly. And it was almost another episode of The Love Boat. <laughs> nice. So, oh, you've done you well. You've had a pretty adventurous sort of a few days. I have, and I didn't faint once. So, no. I'm happy with that. How's your couple of days been, seems so we didn't. Meet up My couple Monday. of days have been good, but I tell you what, since you told me that you'd um, smashed your finger, mm-hmm. and I, I said I didn't know what had happened. I thought I thought busted sausage, I thought um, <laughs> smashed crab. I, I mean, you know, there was all these options. Um, it made me actually come up with my own top four injuries in my lifetime. Oh, excellent! I'd yeah. love to hear that. So I thought, since they were talking wounds and injuries and slicey dicey cuts and bruises and smashes, yes. Let's share. Oh, okay. Go. <laughs> so what have you got? We know that this would be a kind of... It's pretty, it doesn't have a jingle segment. It's a bit macabre. <laughs> <laughs> Top four injuries of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, coming in at number one. I call this oh, you're going to lead with number one? Oh, no, number one. Not number one. The first. Oh, okay. Which will be number four. You were the first it's to be the last. We're, we're going to actually say that number four on this one 
is a higher number, so it's worth more. <laughs> okay. A reverse <laughs> so, top so 10. a reverse countdown, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we call this one the smash name. Now, yes. I'm not sure what we might have mentioned in previous podcasts, because sometimes these stories just come up, but I'm going to kind of just filter through them a little bit. Why not? Because that's a long story, no. but, you know, here for a <laughs> good time and a long time. <laughs> long time listener, first time. So, <laughs> so we're going back uh, in Launceston. I would have been probably about, I don't know, maybe eight, nine years old. Mm. Um, used to do a lot of riding on the bike back then. Yes. On the BMX. There's just a little bit of a hill that I'd come up before, probably three or four blocks from my place. Mm. And I remember going up this hill thinking, oh, I can't be fucked riding up this hill. I mean, I was a pretty chubby, unfit kid. <laughs> <laughs> completely different to what I am now. <laughs> Just <laughs> athletic frame. Um, the so, beard eyes a multitude of sin. <laughs> all the chins. <laughs> you can't see all the chins. Um, so I have uh, basically... Jumped off the bike, couldn't be bothered pedaling up because this is a day for gears. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Gears back then. Yeah. So push the bike up the hill, get to the top of the hill, um, jump on the bike. And mm-hmm. you're on the road at this stage, too. It wasn't on the footpath. And no helmet. So, oh, no, don't have the helmet. <laughs> Losers. Back in, the spack day, hats. back in the days before people got soft. Well, it was spack hats back then. Yeah, friggin' marshmallows. Um, <laughs> Cream puff. Never heard us. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Brains. Yeah, so, so jump on the bike, mm. go to do the pedal. Realised it didn't actually have enough momentum, and all I did was fall sideways on the bike, like a complete fuckwit. Now, if anyone has seen this, it would have been slightly amusing. For me, it was a little bit annoying because I actually fell into the gutter. <laughs> no style at all. So you're watching this this fat kid fall in the gutter. It looked, it looked like he probably he dropped his donut and he tried to grab it before it hit the ground and it's just I come a cropper. So I, uh, in my wise moment. Mm. I've basically probably done a little bit of a, a below 10 age curse. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what it would have been. It wouldn't have been the F-bar. It would have been probably a dam or shit or something oh, back then. Bugger. Bugger, probably. A big, a solid bugger though. Yep. Um, jumping on the bike, pedal yes. home, hope no one saw me. Mm. I remember getting home. No one was home at the time. Mum and dad were they probably, I don't know, they probably working or something. Yep. Parents worked back then. Mm. You know, kids could do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I remember sitting on the chair and I thought I'd better do a bit of the knee check. And I thought, no, nah, that one's not sore. Did that one and my fingers seemed to go into my knee. Oh. And I thought, don't think it normally does that. <laughs> and I remember pulling my jeans on my, wouldn't have been jeans back then, what would it have been? Jorts. No, it was... It was actually like it would school have been. Pants. Oh, it could have been jeans because he used to wear the Kmart jeans back in the day. Yeah, or school yeah. school pants. Wouldn't have been no. Wouldn't have been school pants. I don't oh, know. tell me it was acid wash. Probably. Oh, that's awesome. Fuck if I know. It's a long time ago. Um, <laughs> and um, basically, I've pulled the jeans up, and there's this split in my knee. Mm. So what had happened? It was like an impact split. Mm. So it obviously hit the concrete, and it just gone. Poof. Yes. So I had a, a gap. I remember it, it seemed like it went the whole distance of the knee. Mm. But you know what? It was probably an inch and a half. Um, That's what she said. And I remember ringing my nan at the time and saying, I've done this, done a mischief, as you'd say, whatever I said, and ended up going to the hospital. Needed stitches and all the rest. Yes. I was really good though because you could see in it. Oh, And you could lovely. see like all the little white grubs. You know, like when you cut something deep enough, you see all that. I don't know what it is. A sinew? Don't know, but it goes past like the normal flesh and goes into all the good stuff. Oh, it was so cool! I remember it being so cool, <laughs> so cool. So that so that was number one. If only we had cameras. Yeah, that was you. number one, which is actually number four. Okay, right. Well, cool. I'll give I'll give you another one of my injuries. Okay, quickly. Cool. Yeah, fire it in. So when I was about twelve years old, we hope all our roadies aren't yeah. um, actually fainting listening exactly. to it. Exactly. Right, eh? 
I went on the boat with my mum and my sister, and back then it was either I think it was either the Empress of Australia or the Able Tasman. I'm sure someone will know, and they'll they'll tell me what it was. And I was walking around because it was a bit cold. Had both my hands in my jacket pocket, mm-hmm. and there Smart was a, move. then there was a I was on one deck and I was walking externally to a lower deck, and they have these metal steps. But because it's on a boat, the top step has got a small lip. So the water on that on that lip doesn't go down and hit yeah, all the stairs. Yeah. Well, I was wearing the old DBs, the old desert boots. You can't see what's coming here at all. <laughs> no, I was wearing the old DBs, the desert boots, and it has a small little kitten heel on it. Yes, that's mm-hmm. right. I use the word kitten heel. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> I you pull yourself up on it. That's they, weren't, great. they weren't Jimmy shoes, but I, I know my I know my shoes. And I have gone ass over tea kettle down 15 metal stairs. And the only oh. thing that stopped me going into Bass Strait was the side of the boat, <laughs> which I have hit. Now, I have started to bleed profusely from my eyebrow. And what did you headbutt the fence? I headbutted either the or stairs the yep. or the fence. I'm not sure what split me wide open like a bad <laughs> WWE wrestler, but I got busted wide open. I must have let out a slight yelp because people came from all around. And the only thing I can remember is I did pass out. <laughs> and and I woke up in the sick bay with my mother, my sister, and they'd called for a doctor. Is there a doctor on board? Is there a doctor on board? Now, the woman who rocked up was a doctor. She was a vet. <laughs> no, no. She, she was a doctor during the war. Now, oh, nice. So she'd been retired, and mum reckoned she'd been retired probably 40 years. You look like you've been in the walks. That's okay. I know. And so she said, look, we'll do three stitches. That's probably what it's going to need to do. They had a suture kit, so I'll mm. do the three stitches. She did the first one, and there was no anaesthetic or anything like that because we didn't have that mm. whatever. It was just going to be stitched up, like hardcore. And mum said she did the first one, and I yelped. <laughs> But apparently there was nothing compared to the yelp that I gave on the second one when she was putting the stitch in and the needle hit my bone oh. in my eyebrow. Oh, oh, oh Joe Mather. <laughs> it was at that oh. point my mother said, you know what, two's going to be enough. We'll butterfly stitch oh, the third. Wowzers. And so, um, yeah, I've got a nice little scar hidden by one of my eyebrows. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah, hit the bone as she was stitching me up. There you go. Yes. Well, that'll slip me into number two nicely. Yes. Um, I call this one the sliced arm. Oh, the sliced arm. Um, when I Sounds was like a dental ad. When I was just out of school. <laughs> yes. So it would have been, what, 15, 16 probably. Uh-huh. Um, I did uh, a little bit of, I don't know if you call it work experience, but a bit of casual work at Stubbs Windows and Aluminium. Oh, there you go. Um, used to be a little business in Penguin. Yes. And uh, I remember the way it used to work back then is you'd have, um, if you're putting glass in a window, You'd have glass on like like a lazy Susan, basically. It was about waist height. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, a felt top, so the glass would, wouldn't slip or scratch. Grip. Yep, um, or scratch exactly. And you would then put the rubber seal around the edge oh, before yep. the frame goes on. Of course, nice and simple. So I'm doing that. That's fine. And I remember I've I've walked around putting the rubber seal. Oh, fuck, I know where I, this and, is going. And I felt something scratch my arm. Oh shit! And I've gone, oh no! And I've looked down, and here's this huge big flap of skin. Oh. And, and, um, See that oh. scar there? Yes. Yeah, that one there. Oh, on my the sweet giddy aunt. So it's about that one. And I've just looked. I've gone, oh, oh, oh that's, that's not, not good. Right. So, so I've done a little bit of a hold and I've gone to the, the bathrooms. Rodies, that's a good, it's almost 10 centimetres. It's a pretty right? good scar. Yeah. 
and um, gone to the bathroom and I looked in the mirror and I'm there and I thought, oh, don't think I can hide this one. I've washed it under <laughs> the water and stuff and I've, well, I've kind of pushed you're, it you're back. The work experience yeah, kid, and it's flapped open again. And I'm like, oh no. So I had to go to the boss and said, look, I've, um, hurt I've, I've hurt myself. And he just went into panic stations. Oh, really? I've got to ring your mother. I've got to, I said, no, it doesn't. It's okay. I it's just okay. realized that I've got to go and get it stitched up like can I was. We- didn't hurt oh, because you. you don't even know you, the glass is sliced. I found out at that time how sharp glass is. It's really sharp. Phenomenal. <laughs> um, yeah, I understand now how easy you can just take a head off. <laughs> it's probably a little bit harder yeah, to take a head off. But I think it worked out. I think there was something like 18 stitches or something went into oh, it. Like it was pretty impressive. Shit. Uh, worst thing is um, I was told to kind of have a week off and not go back to work because I didn't want to use that arm because if I did, it could pull the stitches out or whatever yeah, else. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the next day though, I've gone in and said, look, basically I was told that I don't need to come back to work for a while, but if there's something I can do, that'd be awesome. Um, end of that week, got sacked. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I put the extra effort in. Oh, that's cold. Still sacked me. But look, let's be honest, I was shit at it. (laughs) Did I tell you the story about where I ended up Christmas day spending all in bed because I cut my finger? Yes, a lot of finger stories in this podcast. Well, I, I... you need to keep your fingers out of the pies. Well, my, I, got a, I got a new watch. My sister wanted my old watch, so I decided to put a new hole in my old watch so she could wear it because the wrist was smaller. And as I was putting the knife through to cut it, the knife's gone completely through the wristband and sliced from one side of the nail through to the other side of the nail, completely through and taken probably about half a centimetre off the top of my finger, and it's just flapped open. I've ho- showed it to like mum. Like a pez. Yeah, like a Pez, exactly like a fucking Pez. And I've showed it to mum, and mum's gone, that's not good, that it's Christmas Day. Thankfully, it's the 80s, so we don't care. She's <laughs> folded it back on, put pressure on. Band-aid? No, she's, no. she had some butterfly stitches, okay. uh, butterfly yep. band-aids. She's put half a dozen of those on there, wrapped it up like you wouldn't believe. I fainted. Um, <laughs> Once again, there's a pat. I fainted, and I spent Christmas Day that year in bed. Until about five o'clock that evening when I finally regained consciousness and when I've got other presents to open. My then uh, stepfather's cousin James was there, who is also a fainter, and he said, I'll take you outside and we'll we'll have a hit with your new cricket bat. First ball, he's bowled, hit me on the finger, blood Bang. starts pissing everywhere, <laughs> and I think we both ended up on the deck. And so I did Christmas on did Boxing a, Day. A double that year. fainting. Yeah, a double fainting. Nice. <laughs> Um, so that brings me into, uh, this will be number two. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If we're counting down, number we're two. counting up. We're four, three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Number here's three. Your, here's your third oh, story. Here's my third story. <laughs> Why do I use numbers? I don't know. Who works with numbers anymore? Well, uh, accountants. It's like algebra. <laughs> you know, when you're at school, it's like, you know, you do maths. Like, who's going to use numbers? Oh, accountants, like, generally. <laughs> <laughs> Such an old hat thing. But, uh, uh, we'll call this story the um, zombie arm in the creek bed story. Oh. <laughs> I'll make this one sound a little bit more extravagant, maybe than what it is. But it is a good story. Yes. So um, when I was growing up, used to go uh, walking up the back of Launceston in the bush a lot. Mm-hmm. This is back in the days when, as kids, you just can't do anything. As long as you're back by dark, it didn't matter. Well, as before, soon as the streetlights come on, that's yep, when you're good to go. Before home. mobile phones and all the rest of it, um, before uh, pedophiles. They weren't around back then. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, you know, they weren't invented. No. Yep. So, you know, you're safe. And um, so we cruised up and we'd walk for kilometres. Mm. Look, it was probably a kilometre, but it felt like kilometres. Yeah. It felt like we'd gone to find the black stump or something like it was full on. And uh, I remember we 
found waterfalls and all the rest of it up there. It was pretty awesome as kids. It was like mm. really adventuring. A little bit like a Stephen King stand by me sort of story. You know, you're <laughs> well, we been, know that ended well, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I've been, you know, independent kids, you yeah, know, all yeah. the rest of it. You know, finding snakes and thinking how cool are they are as now I'd run like a motherfucker. Um Poking it with sticks and everything, like didn't matter. They loved it. And, and you know what? It's lucky we're in Australia where we've only got like eight of the top ten venomous snakes <laughs> yeah, in the world. They're, live look, here. they're friendly. They are. Because I was going to cuddle them for too long. They're exactly. fine. Yeah. Stay away. So from we're them. walking off, and I remember on this incident, uh, we found a bit of a creek, and we're standing on this rock, mm. and and the rock, look, if you spell. It, it was it was probably about my height, so it's probably six foot high. Oh, it's bold. Um, look now, look, it's probably three foot. Yes. <laughs> Um, this once again is when I was probably about eight or ten, mm-hmm. so it wasn't real, wasn't real old. And uh, I remember there was a little bit of obviously a bit of moss or something on this rock, and I slipped and fell into the creek bed. And it's like a rocky creek bed, no water. Mm-hmm. There'd been water, but that had now gone. Oh, yeah, so it was just, it was just a few note. rocks and stuff. And I've got up thinking, oh, I feel a bit silly. Yes. And uh, and my mate that was with me, I don't even know who it was, um, has just pointed at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like like something is like. Like I'm, um, I don't know if you've seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes, where they point. Yes, that's the kind of point <laughs> it was. Just I'm like, I'm like what? I look down, and my left arm, it looked like um, the S bend of a toilet. Um, basically, below the elbow, it had broken both the main bones. I put it on a right angle. It had broken both of them again on another right angle, and then my wrist was kind of limp down. So my lower arm looked like the S bend of a toilet. And it looked, it was all white and pale. None of the bones had come out through the skin. Oh, it was all in there. But it was all white and pale, and it looked like a zombie arm. But I didn't feel it. There was no pain. Because you've broken all the nerves Yeah, as well. so we um, we basically walked all the way from where we were in the bush back home. Well, and I remember knocking on the front door. Um, mum answered. I said, Mum, I think I broke my arm. <laughs> and Mum oh, lost her Troy. shit. <laughs> and it wasn't, I remember... I remember it wasn't until they had me in the back of, I don't know what it was back then, probably a Gemini. Oh, yes, classic. Or a, or a, Corona, a bloody Tarana or a Corolla. Yeah. Or I don't know what the hell it yeah, was. Cortina. Well, yeah, Cortina. Yeah, Cortina probably, yeah. Um, could have even been the Ford. <laughs> don't know. It's not really important for the story. But I remember I'm in the back and because they were panicking so much, then it started to hurt. Yes. <laughs> Ivan, you need to get there quickly. Ivan, Ivan. But I know even mum says now, and I remember um, the doctor basically had his entire weight on my arm once they gave me needles, which I wasn't mm. real happy about, mm. pulling my arm straight mm. before they would cast it. And then wow. she, mum still reckons to this day, if he'd let go, he would have gone through the wall. Oh, that was pretty that much impressive. Tension. It, was like, it was on. It was like a spring-loaded. Yeah. It's a, it was pretty impressive. Well, when I broke my arm, because we'll go through breaking stories. Yeah, why not? Breaking news. Breaking news. We won't name surnames. Oh, it's... 40 years on, who cares? So, um, <laughs> Hayden, I went up to Hayden's place for um, for his birthday. Now, Hayden lived at the back of Penguin, uh, and they had some property. And Jeremy was there, and, and Peter was there, and all that kind of stuff. Peter Dutton, Jeremy Close. If you're listening, big shout out. And we were on his three-wheeled motorbike. I was not allowed on that three-wheeled motorbike. Under no circumstances was I ever to be on that three-wheel motorbike, according to my mother. Big shout out, Penny, how are you? Now, she now knows the truth of this story, hence the reason I'm telling you now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we came up with the best game ever. One person goes on the motorbike, and the others have to catch you playing tag. 
but you have to make physical contact with the person on the motorbike. Now, I'm on the motorbike, and Jeremy was coming towards me, and I knew he was going to tag me. There was no question about it. So what I tried to do was time my run or time my ride so that as he dove to tackle me, because it got to that point where people were being tackled off the motorbike, mm-hmm. I went, right, I'm going to swerve at the last minute. <laughs> so I'm... <laughs> Jeremy's So I've, got, I've suddenly got images of you in the golf cart again. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Fuck, it's exactly like that. He's dove at me, and at the last minute, I've swerved. Unfortunately, I forgot that I was riding alongside a barbed wire fence at the time. Oh, and so me and the bike no got caught joke. up in the barbed wire fence. I got up and went, fuck, that really did hurt. And went down in my arm, really, really hurt. Now, we knew with the amount of pain that I was in, something bad had happened. So we went down to Hayden's mum. But we knew that I was certainly not allowed on that motorbike. So the story we went with was we were playing cricket. And Peter, for whatever reason we chose Dutton, had hit my arm with a cricket bat. Bloody hell, Peter. Hayden's mum decided, bit of deep heat, that's what you need. (laughs) <laughs> so she's rubbed deep heat into my arm. Oh. And when I've got home, I've been a little bit white. <laughs> yep. And and we've got a friend of ours who unfortunately had a tragic accident. Where, stories. Yeah. We had a friend of ours called Doug, a family friend who had a massive, you know, those dump trucks. He was changing a tire on one of those and the truck fell on his arm and crushed every bone in his arm. Snikey. Now, they did some plastic surgery and whatever reconstruction, but every now and then he had the nerve damage and it did just flail around. So what Doug used to do is put his hand in his pocket and it'd flap around a little bit and then after a while it'd calm down. <laughs> so when I woke up the next morning and couldn't turn the shower on because I had no strength in my arm, my mother said, oh, don't be a wuss. If it hurts, just do what Doug does and put it in your pocket. <laughs> so I went to school. Aussie parenting. Aussie don't be parenting. a wuss. Don't be a wuss. I love it. And so when I got home, I was as white as a ghost. I was absolutely white as. And my mother went, oh, it's not broken. You've probably just strained it. I'm going to take you into the hospital and I'll prove you wrong. So she's took, taken me into the hospital. We've regaled this story a bit, the truth, about what happened to my arm. Yeah. And the doctor has walked out and said, after x-raying my arm, Penny, how could you send your son to school with a broken arm? <laughs> it, it was broken. I did need plaster. Penny, rookie error. A rookie mistake. <laughs> She's not known for being able to pick a broken broken bone. And um, it's probably been 30 years, and I still remember that story and about the time that she sent me to school with a broken arm. Yeah, we remember the bad times. Remember yeah. that, parents? So you've got one more. Remember that more? Yeah, I've got one more. And then I've also got, because um, we don't want to go all night, but I've got a couple of uh, freaky accidents <laughs> oh, that didn't no, happen to us no. as well. The research. <laughs> but this one's thing? called the um, uh, the Butterfactory Headbutt. <laughs> now, you would remember this story a little bit. Yes. Um, basically, there was a, a club in Burnie called the Butterfactory. Was this? Um, no. Yola. This is... Yola? No, in Bernie. Oh, okay. I thought well, there was a butter factory in Bernie, in Yola. Okay. I think, I think for whatever, I think it used to actually be a butter factory way back when. Oh. I think that's where the name comes from. Oh. I assume so. I, mean, I believe you. <laughs> what ifs? We don't need for history. We don't need for facts. And, and, all, <laughs> and the thing is, all they were playing was summer of 69 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, bush. myself and uh, Bubba, mm. who we're talking about, who doesn't have a real name. No. Um, <laughs> 
we uh, were having a few drinks, and it was, I believe it was actually my, we were having a few drinks for my birthday. Oh. It was my 41st. Yeah, and um, basically, Bubba's story is that we were absolutely smashed. My story is that I had probably three or four drinks. Um, so I remember <laughs> I've gone out of the back, um, wasn't smoking opposite the top. Yep. And going back to the smoking area, they saw a few people out there on you, taking the drink out, mm-hmm. come again. And as you come back from the smoking area, which is outside, uh, you come again, there's a little step where the door is. So yes. the door go through, there's a little step. And then about probably seven foot forward from that, there are three concrete steps that then lead up and you walk through a little passageway up to the bar area. Okay. Um, so I've basically come just, through the door. Just for those people who are interested in the logistics of a yeah. non-pub in Burnie. Well... <laughs> It's it's important for the story. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I've opened the door, come through the door. Um, yes. And I don't know whether a foot has tripped me a little bit, accidentally, I'm sure, mm. or whether I've just caught my toe a little bit on the bit of the step. Because there's just a little bit of step there. Because you may have been slightly impaired well, by the well, three I'd drinks had, that you I'd had. I've had a few, enough yeah. to be happy, the, but not enough to be drunk. Or the shit face that Bubba thinks you were. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Bubba was with me at the time. Yes. The so Bubba was in front of me. Uh, so, so, so Bubba's gone in front, mm-hmm. and um, not being helpful, by the way, of saying, you know, I got you, buddy. Yeah, You're so, okay. yeah. So Bubba's in front. <laughs> I'm behind him. Um, I've done this little bit of a trip. I've gone out. I've let go of my drink because I'm a hundred kilo frame. Yes. When you suddenly go forward, um, it's not like the movies where you just kind of jump on your feet and go, "Oh, that was close." Tuck and roll. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I've put the arms out unfortunately yes. though because these steps are about seven foot long and i've tripped there mm. it's basically a perfect height for my head oh and i have come down i've let go of the drink i've come down put the arms in front but unfortunately my arms will not stop 100 kilos no and i have head butted my skip the top of my head straight into the second step <laughs> sorry sorry hang on now i've got see this coming but just not yet oh, and i have got a photo afterwards of me taking a dumb <laughs> selfie after it and showing this wonderful wound but um so I've got up, yes, and I remember someone I knew at the time um, has grabbed a tower from somewhere, mm. and I've kind of I've felt the blood coming down the face. Heads bleed, well and, I, and I've kind of gone, oh, shit, this isn't good. Is it bad? Is it? Yeah, it's not good. You got any stitches, man? Mm. So I got this. And anyway, I ended up taking myself to hospital. Oh. I got a cab, um, and that was all good. <laughs> so I rang a cab to go to hospital. Got up there, and um, and I actually said to him, I said, look, I know basically it's a. I think it was a Friday or a Saturday night. Mm. I said, I know it's kind of that, but I said, I haven't actually had many drinks. I've only had a few, which makes me feel really stupid for being here. Mm. Like, I haven't got an excuse. And I remember they actually wrote on the form, uh, was not intoxicated. Right. So I wasn't actually drunk. I'd had a couple. Yeah. But not enough to be too concerned. Anyway, so I'm um, up in the mercy. I think I've just had some sticks. had about, I think it was 16 sticks that's through the head. Oh, and shit. You, and it's, you, can't, you can't quite see this guy there. No, um, it if it had been, the been upwards, it would have been like a Harry Potter. Oh, but because it goes yeah, to the crease, yeah. it's not too bad. The chosen um, one. But uh, suddenly, uh, Bubba rings me. Mm. So, <laughs> dude, bro, yeah. Fuck me, me, mate. Like an hour and a half later, <laughs> I said, mate, I'm up the hospital. What happened? <laughs> he, he was walking in front of me. Just didn't walk it. Or didn't see anything happen. You see, I was behind him. He's just cruising through. There's Bubba. Kept I going heard. drinking. He's I probably heard. thought that... It's off to the bar. We go. <laughs> we'll we'll been, keep on drinking. Would have been like it. Troy, hi-ho. Hi-ho, hi-ho, hi-ho. <laughs> but um, he's probably thought, oh, I'm talking to someone. I've gone off on a tangent, as you do. Exactly. And he's like, where are you? And I'm like, mate, I've probably tripped over us behind you. I've split my head open, all the rest of it. And then anyway, so the next day or so, we're talking. Yeah. And uh, because Bubba had a big night, his story is that we were smashed. It's like, Shit no. Nice. I said, no, mate. After I left, you got smashed because you kept drinking. <laughs> We'd had a few. 
And uh, you'd lost one of the other dwarfs. Uh, and you just kept on drinking. But I, on a serious note, I was very, very lucky. A lot of people afterwards said, "Oh, you know, are you going to sue him?" I'm like, "Well, what am I going to sue for? It's my fault. I tripped." Oh. It wasn't a dangerous scenario. It's just one of those freaky scenarios. And that it's happened. not like you're in America. No, exactly right. But um, <laughs> the lucky part, of course, was that I could have actually done a lot of damage. Mm. Like if I'd hit my mouth, I could have smashed all my teeth out. Mm-hmm. Could have smashed my nose. Could have smashed my eye. Like my eyes. Yep. Like all I hit was the head. The beautiful face. <laughs> so the beautiful doesn't face. <laughs> you know what? Chick stick scars. So it's all right. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. So that was um. <laughs> that's my main four stories. That's that's the. The main lot. That's awesome. That's my main injuries. Well, well done. Yeah. And well done for still being alive. Yeah, I think so. I think my favourite out of all of them has got to be the S-Bend arm. I like, tell you what, it was phenomenal. Because I just have in my mind, it, it, you've, you've had to go at least a K to get back home. Uh, it would have been way beyond that because by the time we even got out of the bush to home, that were would have been Were you on bikes or were you walking? Uh we would have had bikes, I reckon, so you, but we would have pushed the bike. I don't you reckon would have we would dumped have bikes it. to get to the bush and then walked in. Yeah. So that's just hardcore. Yeah. That I love. Strange enough, I don't really remember any of that. I just remember the fact that it happened and we got back and knocking on the door. Because mm. I would have also been in a bit of shock too. Oh, smidge. Yeah. yeah so, just, just smidge. Uh, but you've got some like scars to show for it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I like so, it. But anyway, so we'll move on from that. I've got a couple of really funny ones. I'll read this out. because we, We're trying to make it a really... Decent effort to not make the podcast go for too long. We are trying. Yeah, so I'm going to try and whip these ones out pretty quick. <laughs> not one that. So a um, few freaky accidents. Here we yes. go. Uh, so a, a PA teacher in Liverpool in England in yes. uh, 1999 yes. had an extreme close-up of a javelin, which oh, ultimately took his life. Fuck. This is a cool thing, right? This is so, Darwin but, but, here's a, it is, but this is the worst part. He was walking to get it. Right, wasn't thrown at him. He was walking wow. to get it, <laughs> uh, and uh, he lost his footing and fell onto the pole and went through his right eye socket. Killed him. Oh fuck! <laughs> he was in a coma for a month. Uh, oh, that's horrendously yeah. horrible and sad. Mm. So we're um, we're going to call him Toothpick Terry. Toothpick. Terry. <laughs> uh, May two thousand three. Oh yeah, yeah what, another it seems to be a UK theme here. Yeah, woman in the UK, thirty one year old. Had a bit of a kitchen incident. Yes. So uh, she was uh, visiting a friend and uh, was milling around in the kitchen where she lost her balance and slipped on a wet floor. Mm. Now, unfortunately for this poor woman, uh, the uh, the floor was broken mm. by an open dishwasher door. Now, normally you think, oh, that's probably good because it didn't hit maybe a hard tile floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. hit a bit of it. Might, you know, bust a couple of plates, whatever else. Unfortunately, there nice. were several knives in it oh, who were pointing up. And she was stabbed, rushed to the hospital, times. and uh, died shortly afterwards. Imagine that. The coroner's report, she was stabbed 37 times by an irate dishwasher <laughs> who hadn't had its cleaning cycle run in three months. <sighs> so we've got uh, San Diego, which yes. I'm assuming is going to be over America Way somewhere. It's in California. San yep. Diego, home of the San no, Diego. No, Santiago was the name of the guy. <laughs> oh, Santiago. So I'm assuming it's going to be over that way. Somewhere. North America. Yeah. Uh, was killed. He was 24. Killed when he uh, fell through the ceiling of a bicycle shop. He was burgling. <laughs> uh, in California. There you go. There you go. Uh, basically, his death that was caused. And this is... Oh, it's so funny. It's not... No, it's not funny. But it is. It's funny because um, it's not you. Yeah. You know how when you... Uh, if you're crawling around in a ceiling and you go to burgle place. Yes. Right? Every weekend, really. Uh, back in the day... We didn't have uh, torches on our phones or the rest. No. You carry the torch. You put the torch in, in your mouth. mouth. 
Yep. So you can see what you're doing. Before we had headlamps. Of course. You know, so it made sense putting him out. So he's falling <laughs> through the ceiling. Unfortunately, well, those miners that went down the mines in the 1700s, they didn't have headlamps no. either. <laughs> anyway, carry on. But they have very strong teeth. They bloody oath they yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, so basically, he's fallen through the ceiling uh, and he was uh, a bit of a cause of death. And he cost the torch, ran back through the base of his skull oh. and killed him. <laughs> and lucky last, yes. this is a Darwin's Awards one, this one. This yes. is spe- I wish we'd had this for the Darwin's Awards. <laughs> this one, mate, is is absolute gold. Yes. So uh, a Toronto lawyer uh, was demonstrating the unbreakableness oh, of his awesome. skyscraper window yes. by jumping into it. <laughs> That's now, right. he'd done this before many times. Yes, yes, yes. It was, it was a fun party trick. Yeah, yeah, Check yeah. this out. Run on the glass. And was like, ah! And he bounces off it. 37 floors up. Oh, so funny. It's a laugh. Um, yeah, this time, <laughs> it gave the window it didn't break. It actually knocked out of the frame. So the window held. The window, the glass held. It was an unbreakable window. Yep. But Unfortunately. The, fr- <laughs> the frame, it was maybe the same one that I put the rubber around. <laughs> the rubber seals have given away. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, uh, he ended up going straight through the gap thing. So it was no more window. Oh. Fell with the window. Down 24 floors. That's not going to And him survive. and the window died. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's that's oh, that's a Darwin's award one. That, that is, is. that's well, classic. But to his credit, mm. the window held. The window did held, did held, they did hold, hold. Mm. I don't think they uh, put any guarantees though on the silicon around it. No, that's just classic arrogant. Well, with our our, our tales of misfortune <laughs> and our general all round ouchiness. We probably need some advice. We do, but can I throw something really clever in first? Oh, go It's very yeah. quick. I saw this today. Someone actually messaged this to me. Um, so, last Friday, mm-hmm. not when we actually get this to wear, but from where we are now, last Friday was Friday the 13th. Yes, it was. Right? Yes. Um, isn't it freaky then? Freaky Friday the 13th. That the next five months spell Jason. Now, Jason is the, the, the bad guy out of Friday the 13th. Correct, yes. Wears a hockey mask, goes in with a machete. Yes. Kills lots of people. Generally a nice guy, but obviously had a little bit of a bad upbringing and, yes. and decided to go a bit killy-killy. Stabby-stabby. So, Friday the 13th and then July, August, September, October, November <gasps> is actually Jason, if That's you acronym it. awesome. <laughs> Isn't that freaky? So, you go Friday the 13th, Jason. That... <laughs> Is awesome. Oh, that's just. I don't know how someone worked that out. And I'm looking. Well, I think someone's already worked out that it's always Jason. Well, yeah, they, they were just waiting for the the Friday the thirteenth. Yep. But I thought that's super cool. Very cool. <laughs> I was pretty impressed. But I've been saying that. Yeah, we do have advice. Do we? Yeah, now, we certainly do. Have we been hit up by a, a we roadie? Have. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. Now we've got our uh, Peter Rings along. Pete. Yeah. Good old Pete. <laughs> Big shout out to Pete. So throw some music on. We'll go into that. All right, done. Welcome to the advice <laughs> of Thoughtful Troy. Hang I on. love the change up. I love this roadies. It's so much in, in person. It's time. so much better in person. Because not only did his voice just soften, but his whole demeanour does as well. <laughs> I think, um, I wish I had like a long wig with dreads or something to put on, just for the really, segment. Really? I, I should actually get more of a turban. 
Well, that could work too. Something. We need something. I'll have to or, get hold of that. when in doubt, a cape. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get my dressing gown. Just throw that on. Perfect. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> back to it. Let's try that again. Welcome to the advice of Thoughtful Troy. <laughs> Peter in Geelong contacted me this week to say that he absolutely hates dieting <laughs> and can't stick to it, but knows he needs to lose a few kilos. Right. The reason, Pete, why you aren't having any success is because of the word hate. Oh. Not only is hate a negative word, yes. if you pronounce hate backwards, you'll find it becomes eater. <laughs> Take away the hate and you'll control the weight. <laughs> Thank you and bless. Oh, Pete, I hope that gets you through and and you can change your outlook and um and hit your weight loss goals. If that doesn't help. If nothing, nothing will, will. Nothing, yeah. absolutely nothing will. Um, as with this podcast, roadies, if if this podcast, particularly this episode, doesn't make you want to be a little bit more fucking careful with yourself <laughs> or at least give the South Road boys a bit of a wide berth because they seem to be able to do themselves a bit of a mischief, then nothing will. Um, uh, if you want to share some of your doing yourself a mischief oh, stories, yeah, do that. hit us up on Facebook. Yep. And um, also, if you put a photo, Joe might faint, so that'd be funny. Exactly. <laughs> um, the fainting Joe. I'm like one of those goats that if you're scared too much, <laughs> Imagine if you're one of those goats, but you're also the type of goat that climbs the mountain faces and like sleeps on the cliff faces and all the rest of it. And then faints. And then you're a fainting one as well. I don't think you're going to be in... Wouldn't be good. I don't think you're going to be in the gene pool yeah. for very long. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, we'll try and get the photo of the burst sausage on Facebook so that you can only see if we can hide it. Yeah. See it if you want it. If yep. not, hit us up and we will we'll direct message it, it yeah. to you. And also, um, if there are any other people that wish some advice, oh, make absolutely. sure you hit us up by sending us a message. Don't put it on the main page because um, we don't want other people needing to know your personal business. No, no, Twitter or Facebook um, messaging is what we yeah, do. Send it through, um, or one of two um, Instagram, Instagram accounts. Yeah, you'll find us. Just- <laughs> We're all we're over the socials. We're there. We're there. Oh, we're hip to the groove. Unbelievable. Well, on that note, roadies, it has been an absolute pleasure to do a uh, South Road Boys in person <laughs> with this man that I love. Um, I am Joe. I am Troy, and we are the South Road Boys. We accidentally are. <laughs> <laughs>